0: my people welcome back to coffee and conversations where we discuss everything lifestyle faith and purpose September is here it's a new month people I wish you a happy new month I pray that you experience abundant living that's been like my highlight for the new month I usually have a word for my new month that I continue to proclaim to yeah to speak over my life so i wish you the same please take part of my declaration i'm super super delighted to have you join me on the show and our first episode is up finally i'm super super excited so i am your host fiona all the way from kampala uganda i know that for some of my listeners right now it is a good morning um other people like me it is a good afternoon and for other people it's already a good evening and then we have people that are sleeping already guys good night good night and i am super delighted to be here for the first episode and i have a first guest my friend nobat k joining me on today's show and together we'll be delving deeper into this topic that I named The Long Way. You are welcome. Very welcome. So I'll ask our guest today, Nobatke, to send some shoutouts and to say hello. So over to you Nobat.
1: Since you've said hello. Um. Basically I'll just say hello, yes I'm, I'm delighted to be part of this and shout out to everyone who's out there trying to make a difference in regards to spreading
0: the gospel. Very precise he is but we are going to have him tell us more as we go on deeper into today's topic. So as we start I want you to imagine with me that time after a long day's work. activities whatever you expend your energy on during the day could be the never-ending meetings could be that schedule that requires you to show up to just do something and you are literally looking forward to going back home your day is done and all you are thinking about is returning back home and home can mean very different things to each one of us Personally, home is resting. It is a haven of peacefulness and calmness. It is a place where I look forward to have a hearty meal, a steaming cup of tea, catching up with my favorite show, but other days I just want to sleep the long day off. So this is what home means to me. I do not know what home means to you and and how you interpret that to you. So as you have started your journey home, you are on your journey, whether you're catching a bus, you're driving, but you are already on your journey home, and then an interruption comes through. This could be an emergency call, like a work callback, maybe you need to finish something, or they need you urgently to do something for them. This could be an emergency call with bad news, like sometimes it's just outrightly bad news. Sometimes this could be a detour on your way home, but whatever it is, whatever interruption it is, one thing we can be sure about is that it is most definitely going to take some of your time. Let's say it takes you ordinarily 30 minutes to get home. With the interruption, with the detour, with the emergency call, with the callback, it is going to go longer. It can no longer be 30 minutes. In fact, you do not know how much time this interruption is going to consume. Therefore, you cannot say my arrival time would be this and this. So, whatever this interruption is, we are going to use home metaphorically on this short day to mean. A promised land as children of God a land that we've literally been trusting God on waiting on God for and sometimes it looks like we are finally getting there you know you can um, see something maybe you've had a dream, you've had a word of wisdom a word of knowledge or by inclination or a revelation and you feel like finally you're getting back home you are on your way to home and this can again mean different things you know home could be finally you're going to kick off that big idea that you've been shelving for quite some time home could be a healing for a loved one maybe you've said those persistent prayers and finally you have a glimmer of hope that this person is going to be well Home could be maybe finally you've met the spouse of your dreams and you're going to enjoy the journey towards marriage. Home could mean a financial breakthrough. It could mean maybe finally you have a glimpse of your purpose and you are so excited to pursue this. But then, lo and behold, wait a minute. You just see challenges everywhere. On the right, on the left, in front of you, behind you. This is not what you literally anticipated. And you ask why would god let me into this land but also have such a season before me have such challenges before me have such interruptions before me in fact you could have prayed against such a season or such a place you spoke to god about it but right now everything looks different this is not what you anticipated basically This is not what you had in mind when you heard from God or when the hope was refueling within you, you know? And you just can't understand why is this happening? How could a God who loves us so much, who cares about us, allow such things to happen to us, you know? You try to understand, look back, analyze if there could be something that you missed in your Christian walk. Or something that you missed those times that you waited, that you prayed, that you fasted, that you hoped, that you believed, that you worked, whatever it is. And sometimes we feel like we have earned our place in this walk with God. But does it always look like that? Join me as we delve deeper in this conversation, having my guest answer a few questions. But also remember at the end of the show, after listening, there is an icon where you can send me a message with your comment, with whatever was on your mind, with questions, or just supplements to what you want us to talk about next on the show. All these are really welcome. This is what we are about, coffee and conversations. I hope you have your cup of coffee, your latte. If you are in the car, I hope you just take a moment to delve deeper into this conversation with us. In a minute, I will ask my guest to define what home literally means to him, but also what home means to him in his journey with God, in his place of faith. Over to you, Nobert.
1: Yes, um, I love the, the topic uh, today, and um, the word journey is, is an amazing thing. Every one of us is on a journey, knowing we are just sojourners. Yes, so, yeah, so uh, home... So home to me is that is that safe haven, that that return to place. You know, at times we go out with different endeavors, but then we come back home. So home is that, that place you return to, that place where there isn't any guilt, that place where there is no fear of being judged, that place where you feel you are you, that place where you feel most comfortable. There's uh, an English saying that says, that goes, uh-huh. you know, charity begins at home, yeah. so basically every good thing will begin from your home
0: okay thank you no but so a while a moment back just to take you back i um, i talked about the interruptions maybe you are finally on the journey to everything you have said and the interruptions come through imagine an emergency call imagine a detour that thing that stands in between you and you finally getting home have you have you interfaced such things? Have you experienced certain interruptions on your way home?
1: Um, here to place it into context. Home as being home, home, or that expected end.
0: Okay, so here, home being what you have with God in mm. your faith journey. Oh. Have you experienced particular interruptions? Because you told us charity begins at home. Mm. Home is where you are free of guilt. Home is a place where you are being you, where you return to. So just to contextualize it into your journey of faith, have you experienced these detours, these emergency calls, these urgencies or interruptions of any sort?
1: Yes, I believe any person who is on a walk with God must have such. Because um, there's scripture that talks about, uh, I think it's John chapter 13, verse 16, says that the servant is no greater than the master. So if our master had such details, so mm-hmm. we too have to have the same. If it took Christ Jesus, there was a, a space in the word of God, in the Bible, from 12 to 30, where nothing is mentioned of Jesus. So the, in the journey, I believe there is a time of preparation. I believe before God sends you out, he has to first train you. He has to teach you just like gold being refined you have to pass through that fire and your your faith has to be proved it has to be approved because if you are going to be a vessel that he's going to use he must know that you truly stand for him just like uganda can send an ambassador in the uk you know to represent Mm -hmm. uganda likewise you must understand the mind of god you must understand the ways of god so as to fully and perfectly represent him mm-hmm. in every mission that he sends you out to. So um, to some, they may look at them as interruptions, but you will understand that God is preparing every man for something specific.
0: Mm-hmm. I always say
1: that you cannot be sent out without a message. So he will have to first teach you that that message. He will first prepare you. If we look at examples in the Bible, everyone has those moments that you feel cold that you feel so alone that you feel like somehow all support has been cut off from you, but it is the doing of god you know when 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 David was narrating to saul to Saul how he was capable of of of, of fighting Goliath, it wasn 't that he had fought someone of the same magnitude, no but he has the testimony of killing bears and lions whenever they came for the fathership mm. when you look at all the other examples look at jo- jacob he has to fast fight with the like with the angel till morning so there are those things that we will look at as interruptions but in god's setting and eyes you're just right where he needs you to be Mm. Yes. So. Whoa. Yeah.
0: Whoa. That is such an excerpt. There could be a bigger document on this, but just to um, just to feedback on that. So I I am wondering for the person that is out there, and literally they just want to move through life without facing these interruptions. Because you say everybody, you made a very key statement and said that you carry a message, and God has got to teach you that message. Why is it that God cannot teach me this message in the in the glossiness of life in the goodness of life through the good path? Why is it that there is always supposed to be these detours, these interruptions, some are not pleasant, you know? Some are very painful, some some really they are the epitome of suffering just for someone to to influence with the message God has given them. So for somebody who is wondering, why do I have to go through this? What would you tell such a person? Is it a must that we all must go through these places? In a few, we'll be talking about a portion from scripture, but do you think it is? Or even there are people who go through just the goodness of life and still uh, put out God's message?
1: Yeah, Um that's a bit, I, I love the question um try to understand me i'm not saying god must first make you suffer so that you can uh-huh. yes but my message here is that faith can only be tested through fire
0: oh, okay. faith if wow. all
1: is going well if your bank account is increasing by the day and you have not learned how to you know to lack there are certain things you will not appreciate when Paul talks about it, I have learned both to be a base and to abound. He has tested the extreme of not having and the extreme of having. So it's that place where God blesses you. And you. Are, if you look at uh, some of the revivals, the men that had the healing revivals, those are men that were very sickly. And I believe with that, you carry a certain empathy when you minister in this healing. It's from a place of sincerity. It's, a place, it's from a place of experience if you look at all men of God, it's as though their beginning is sketchy. It's as though there's lots of strife when something is going to break through. Why? Because their faith is being built up to hold even much bigger things. Mm -hmm. You know, the anointing will get you there, but the character is what sustains you there. Mm -hmm. So if you have not learned how to lack, you know, there are times when um, I'm, 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 I'm a gospel artist and at times there are lots of projects that I want to do. But God had to first teach me how not to depend on people mm-hmm. when I want to do something. Right now, whether I, I, I whether any band member lives, I don't care because I have proved with time that the only factor is one. Him being with me in this journey and me being obedient and faithful to the instruction that he has given me. Now, I will say it as simply as a statement are you hear, but it comes from a lot of Tears, a lot of sacrifice. Certain times we have shown up to places when our knees are feeble, we cannot stand, we are timid, but mm-hmm. we showed up and we saw the power of God. We saw the boldness just anger of us because we have learned that place of trusting. So God will lead you in those places just to build your trust, just to show you that, yes, here you're seeing a dead end, you're seeing a wall, but actually I can create away for you it doesn't matter whether you have to fly over walk through (laughs) um, pass under but that's stuff that is you know yes and that faith is built with such circumstances that's why scripture says count it all pure joy Mm -hmm. you know when Mm -hmm. when diverse afflictions uh, you know come your way because in those patience is built endurance is built character you know yes Mm -hmm. and once you get this, then you are a perfect man. Like how James chapter 1 talks about, you know, if you're a patient person, is perfect, entire, wanting nothing. Mm. Because that person cannot be hurt. Mm. So me, it does not matter whether it takes me 20 years for me to actually be in that perfect place in that God wants me. It's just time to him. He's above time, mm. you know. Mm. So if he seeks to hide me for that time, I do not have any problem with it. Mm. Now, the challenge that we have is people are constraining purpose to time. But the scripture says, to every purpose,
0: there is a time. There is a
1: time. Mm. So, you will understand that he will give you a purpose and there is a time allocated to it. Mm. So, your mind will tell you otherwise and you're like, um, for me to be, to hit, I must be 30. Who says, yet for him, he has apportioned it for 45. So what happens between the 30 and the 45? So you've got to keep in his presence. You've got to, because once he knows and he's persuaded that you carry the perfect representation of what he stands for, Mm -hmm. you're the best candidate that he will present. Yes, if you are in the presence of God and he knows you actually carry authentic worship because you've actually worshipped authentically in your secret place. Who better to present to the people as a worshipper? You, of course. Yeah, so all this is part of the process. And yeah, yeah, it can get lonely. It can get tough. It can get crazy. But if you hang in there, Mm. those that have trusted him have never been put to shame.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think you talk about a very key thing for me that I've been meditating upon this season. And that is time. I've been trying to understand God and time. You know, because... Humanly, we are restricted because of the human things around us, things like death, things like um the status quo, things like um moving through education there is, there seems to be a lifespan for these things, and we humanly count time from the place of birth, time of birth, sorry, up to the time they say, reap, rest in peace. But it's been amazing, like you say, to know that God stands out of time. Whatever timing God has for our purposes, He knows how best He can make us relevant then. It's such a tricky thing because everybody wants to have life moving, moving, moving. No one is finds these processes fancy. But oh, thanks be to God who has our purposes timed and we will be relevant. So... Yes, you have something to say okay, no but... yes, can I add something? Yes, please.
1: I remember uh, And God will do it in such a way that he will give you the gifting mm-hmm. before the timing for you to operate in it Wow, I learned how to write music at at, 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 at at such a tender age really and but the time for me to release the music and go to studio. Oh Boy, I tried so hard to go to studio but when I had the money, the producer came up with an excuse. When, I, when, when the producer was available, I didn't have the money. Basically, you, I could literally see there was a force bigger than myself preventing me from doing this. Thing. Because it was not the time. When Jesus is approached by the mother at, at Cana, the wedding of Cana, you know, to turn water into wine. He, say, he says, woman... It's not yet my time. Leave me, it's not yet my time. But out of obedience of a parent, he chooses to do the miracle. But note that that he said, it is not my time. If you're spiritual, you will know the time. Now, a time came when I had actually given up about the music.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: A time came. And that's the thing. As in, when you really want to go out, you're not ready. When you feel like, I must preach... You are not yet ready. I
0: must do this My exploits you feel I must do it. it ah. you, you,
1: you're not yet ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. Now, when you have given it up all, and all that matters to you is God, now in that time, that is when you're ready. You're when he says, go, and you're like, what shall I use? Lord, I'm of... I, I, I do not know how to speak. I, the people that God chooses are the people who who feel disqualified, are the people who... They, The the world has written off because that's where his glory is revealed. So in the time when you feel like I have all it needs, I have the resources, I have what? That's not the time. The time is determined by him. And when I was just there, I didn't have money. I wasn't working. And someone said, I remember listening to some audios of you recording. I want to finance your music. And just like that. Wow. And I'm there. Other two people come with prophecies about my music. And right there, I knew it was the time for me to move. So there are signals, there are are, are seasons and there are times. And and it's you understanding. As I said, Christ Jesus lived for 30 years and did ministry after those 30 years. You would want to ask, why didn't Christ Jesus do everything by 20 and live? Time is a very Mm. key aspect to purpose. To every purpose, there is a time. time. Once you understand that simple statement, to every purpose, there is a time. And understand that in the process, you know, in the fire, He's refining you like pure gold. You know, we like that song, (laughs) Purify.
0: You
1: know? Sometimes we be. Yes, sometimes we go to our pastors, we feel like we have been shattered, our hearts have been broken. But oh boy, these guys have been broken the more. God yeah. has taken them down that road so when they speak, they are speaking with a certain kind of moral authority because the Lord has enabled them to have a feel of this firsthand. Yeah. So some of the things that we actually go through are not meant for us yeah. are for the people that we are going to minister Whoa. to. So when you understand purpose in also that yeah. dimension, it's it's crazy. It's amazing.
0: I feel like this could be a whole different episode. <sighs> like a whole different episode because I I like, I like the revelations and the place of understanding purpose and timing and the process and i feel like some of the times we just want to abort to abort um one famous person says the man without an experience is always at the masses of a man with an experience so we can't beat that so no but k you said you are a gospel artist where is your music um which platforms is somebody just wanted to Go and listen to your music, access it, but also access your story because I feel like in this field of the arts, of creativity, of singing, of um, speaking, podcasting, YouTubing, all manner of arts, I feel like people go through these places, but they do not exactly abound to the richness of the story. I feel like some stories... Are just aborted, but here we are, and you have a story of how God took you through the process. So I don't know, maybe you should just do another episode on the gifting, purpose gifting process time. We'll surely be glad to have you again. So if someone wanted to access your music, where is your music? On which platforms?
1: Yes, um, my music is on mostly on YouTube. I have two videos, I have four audios. Um, my YouTube channel is Nobody K Music. Yes, i um, have released. Uh, the four songs I've released. Oh, uh, at love. Um, basically in that song, basically I was feeling a certain measure of love. I had a feel of Christ at the cross, so oh, I, yeah. I got to everything that is written there from the tone of the voice. Everything is from that experience. I've written now I reign. I was the most notorious that you could think of. I made my parents cry. I made my Whoa. siblings cry. You know, <laughs> so from that place to a yeah. place where I am a shoulder for some other people to lean on, for those that know me personally, they can testify to that. It's, it, it was a transition mm. that I cannot point to a specific time. So in that mm. song, Now I Rain, um, I get to under, to explain my story, okay. you know. Yes, part of the rap says I was known for losing, now I conquer.
0: Amen. Yeah,
1: so powerful lyrics in there. I've, re- I've, I've written... Um, holy of holies basically i had an experience of the heavenly experience of worshiping with the angels and the elders Mm. you know as you read the word of god you desire certain experiences so that then the other fourth song is everything i need you know Mm. yes god reveals himself to very many people in different ways to some they will regard healer some master some alpha and omega Mm. others yes but in this song I'm saying he's everything I need because mm-hmm. you cannot you cannot limit him to one specific aspect. Okay. In every aspect you need him, he's readily available. So YouTube, Nobody K Music, Facebook, Nobody K Music. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram by the same, Twitter the same. Yeah. So just search Nobody K Music. You'll yeah. find,
0: yeah, yo, people. I think we should do a very small a cappella at the end with one random song. This guy sings, I listen to everything I need, and it was such a thoughtful song, it was such a message revealing song about us trusting that God has got us in the very sense. So, guys, don't forget to check out YouTube, Nobat K, Facebook, go and listen and support. Um, a fellow artist and for the creatives you know what is in this process. So um, a casing point today, the portion of scripture that was on my mind that I was reading as I was preparing for this episode is in Exodus chapter 13 verse 17 to 18. And we know that in this chapter finally Pharaoh um, decides to let God's people go in verses 17 to 18 it says that when pharaoh let the people go god led them not by the way of the land of the philistines although that was near like it was the most convenient route easy and not time consuming for god said lest the people change their purpose when they see the war and return to egypt but god led the people around by way of the wilderness toward the red sea and the israelites went up marshalled in ranks out of the land of egypt and there was the wilderness as okay. i was looking up um, the meanings and the different relations to the wilderness it is basically a land that is uncultivated the wilderness is a land that is unhospitable it's not good for settlement it is a land that is barren you know and um uh, From the definition of scripture, I like to observe with imagination when I'm reading scripture. It helps me build a story for my understanding. It was a dry and dusty path. And we know from verses 21, 20 to 22 of the same chapter, that God had already been going before them in a pillar of cloud by day and in a pillar of fire by night. This was his manifestation, his manifestation of his presence which he did not take away from them even for a minute this was basically their guidance system i can i can picture them when they see the cloud they know yo it's time to go that's by day when they see the fire it's an indicator that it's night and yay yeah, we got to move so his hovering cloud later on laid them stationary over etham so etham was the second place after Succoth where the israelites stopped during this exodus to the red sea It was the starting mark of their wilderness journey. At Etham they stopped, they camped there, the cloud, the hovering cloud, the presence of the Lord led them there to catch a breath, maybe to take a meal, to regroup, to get direction. Remember Moses, their leader. So at Etham was the starting journey, but remember there was a nearer route, a more convenient easier route by the land of the Philistines where war was happening. But it's such a noble and kind thing that God perceived if they went through this way, this would change their minds. This would change the purpose of heart. They would desire to go back. They're actually ahead in the chapters. They cried to Moses and said, yo man, you should have left us in Egypt in our slavery. At least we had a meal per day. They were assured of a meal per day, but here they were in the wilderness. A dry and dusty path, lay before them they were not assured of a meal of water they didn't know all they had was the presence of god saying let's go but back in egypt they had a meal they had where to sleep though they were suffering but god says no you cannot go back there he was trying to deliver them from the mind strongholds from the bondage from the pain from the suffering from the malnourishment but yet it was the easier and convenient route to the promised land. But lo and behold, the wilderness lay before them. This was the last place maybe they wanted to stop at and have their feet once again tread a dry and dusty path. When I think of the wilderness, what comes to mind easily is a desert with stones. Maybe the sun has been out all day. That desert sand is like hot. Yo, it's hot. It's just burning your feet maybe the feet were already cracked, then you don't know where you're going to eat from, how you're going to sleep. Basically, you do not have control over the events that are unfolding in your life. And the presence of God or God himself is saying, I am here with you. Does it always feel like this? Do we always feel like the presence of the Lord is enough for us in these wilderness places? Now, it may not be the same because we live in a different era. It may not be the same that we have a desert before us. We have an etham before us. But there are very different ethams today. There are very different wildernesses today. Maybe you are a married couple and god knows you've cried for that first child the fruit of the womb but nothing seems to be happening not because you've necessarily done something wrong you've been on your best christiany behavior quote-unquote you do everything right by the book in fact this should earn you the gifts of god you know this could be a financial obscurity you're basically living every day through the bank you get your paycheck you pay the bills Pay, check, pay the bills you do not know what savings look like you when you think about the world of investment it doesn't add up you even do not know how you're go to, going to get there and you are praying yeah you've done everything right you've taken the fasts from three days seven day 21 day in fact even 40 days but you just seem not to see god in this blakeness this could be a different thing maybe your marriage is failing maybe you are a parent and you just have this child that they're taking everything out of you they are basically sucking the last breath out of you You do not know what to do with them that is the bleakness the dusty and dry path before you but remember there's always a shorter and convenient road but where the presence of the lord is not you know so we're going to ask our guests some questions yeah the presence of the lord may not literally be a pillar today and fire by night you can't see the cloud by day nor the fire blazing hot in the night but we know that we have the holy spirit when jesus was finishing his earthly ministry the disciples asked him and he's like i'm not going to leave you as orphans i'm going to leave you with the holy spirit the advocate going to advocate for you. It's going to be a counselor. It's going to be in you and with you all the time. But whatever your promised land is, and whatever wilderness you are in, do we always feel these things? Do we always know them? So, no. But over to you. Do you think? Do you think that there could be something we are not doing right for us to navigate these places? Whether it's an etham where you see your promised land ahead, or just a wilderness that's before you. Is there anything we are missing in the navigation of these places? Um, okay. Having said at first that
1: for every purpose there's a time, there are those things that we have no control over. Okay. Those things yes. that we have to wait upon the Lord for the timing. You know God is a very orderly God, is very uh-huh. He's very organized. He's very organized He does not Move by our principles and demands no that's why it's called a kingdom it's run on the terms of the king it's not a democracy where we get to say ah this is what we want no it's it's what he wants for our lives so when when you understand that there's that place where you have to be in the waiting Mm -hmm. but then there's also a place of learning Mm -hmm. that place as i said there's a time for you to, to to what to be to be to be taught Mm -hmm. just like how we can say there are seasons eh? now if a season for planting rain has come uh, you know it's for planting and you don't plant you may miss that season Mm -hmm. but God is gracious and faithful he can bring another season Mm -hmm. your way but the fact is that you will have lost some time you get what Mm -hmm. I'm saying so for example if you are supposed to learn patience before you get to that next position as it's for as long as you will learn patience that you will actually get to that position Mm. yes so there are things that God has prepared you know as ingredients for you to be that excellent minister that minister that does not bring offense to the gospel Mm. so in that time when you're supposed to learn you better learn because in that time if you're preaching when you're supposed to learn you're going to miss learning these things and if you get there war unto you, it will be so disastrous on the gospel. Mm. You will bring shame to the gospel. Those are the men of God you hear, hey, man of God, and you're like, what? You know, because you hold him in so much esteem and you expect a person at that level should have learned some things. So there's a place for learning. That's why he says the greatest of you must serve because it's in serving that exaltation happens. So as you're serving other men, that's when exaltation comes there's no man by the record of the word there's no man who has ever been great minus serving another because god honors authority he will not even after paul has been you know received has seen the lord he has to first go and fast sit with the apostles have that time with them and then he can be sent out Paul too was sent out, separate unto me Barnabas, and so for the work for which I have called them. So every person must sit under someone because God will hide these secrets of the kingdom with these people. And these things are things that can only be shared when, when, when there is a certain um, certain fullness in heart of these men that he has placed you under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so God will place you under someone to learn not that they are your limit no the fact is actually you will always do greater because the principle is the church the glory will be the latter glory will always be greater than the former former. yes so you appreciate that actually i'm supposed to learn so in that time when you're supposed to learn you better do due diligence and learn because at times you can prolong that process Mm -hmm. by yourself Mm -hmm. so there are two concepts i've talked about the timing of God,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: for example, I believe, let's say, Sinach at some point, the microphone of God is on her mouth. Then today to it will move to Travis Green. Tomorrow it will move to Tyre Smith. You know, God is like that. You will find it, like in every time there is a specific person hitting. Not that the other people are not hitting. Wherever they, they are, are, they are causing okay. impact. But there is a timing because okay. God is an organized God. Okay. Yes. So
0: I would like to ask you on the point where you say that um, in these places in, during the wilderness um, One key to navigating that place is sitting under people serving. Is this Automated every time someone is going through that rough patch in their life they need to find someone to sit under or This is also like a portion for particular people that are going to be moving towards that direction
1: All right um what I must say, if you're planning to be a leader, eh, serving is not an is, is, is not optional. If you're going to be a leader, and that's why Jesus had to first wash the feet of the, the disciples for them to pick of the same mind and understand because it's also a challenge when we find leaders in certain places of authority with only a sense of entitlement, wanting only to be served. The place of being a leader is you suppose actually to show people how to do things not to have people do things for you mm-hmm. yes so while we are here we are actually making people's lives better by showing them the way that the Lord has shown us through another person yeah. yes God can give you your personal revelation, but there is a a certain deposit that a certain man shall need to. And if if you do your due diligence and you're faithful enough to serve, if you're meant to clean the chairs, cleaning them faithfully, at times it's just cleaning the chairs that your prophetic gift shall be revealed. Mm -hmm. In simplicity of things like that, So if you do it with all your heart, you know, as Colossians 1, I think 23 says, doing everything as unto God, then then you will be able to appreciate Mm. that actually God can exalt, God can exalt a man as he serves.
0: So in the event that I'm not called to leadership, but I'm going through, maybe my marriage is having issues. Uh, Maybe I have these children that I do not know how to even parent. Maybe I'm going through a financial obscurity. Does this change, or is your position that it is the same? I understand.
1: I understand. I understand. So now the thing Mm -hmm. is this: there is nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. Everything that you're seeing has Mm -hmm. happened before. Okay. And the word of God is so rich, but we Mm -hmm. limit it as believers at times. Let me give you a weird example if i want to woo a girl Mm -hmm. do you know the scripture that teaches me how to do you know the scripture can open up your mind there's a time when i wanted you know and i was reading the scripture i'm like you know and then
0: as i read Hmm. the scripture it was so amazing Uh it was so amazing which scripture is this we would like to know i'm not going to point to a specific (laughs)
1: scripture but you will understand my narrative okay You see, Christ is trying to woo the church. Yeah, Christ is the groom, and the church is the bride. You know, but he has to show the level of sacrifice to dying up to the cross. Yeah, you get so I understood sacrifice is very key. If you have not yet proved your sacrifice to the person, you know, there may be issues there. You know, and then there's that place of him taking the disciples and teaching them and showing them his way selling the doctrine like how you're selling doctrine to a lady also christ jesus had to sell because these guys were fishermen they had other things to do (laughs) so he had to in quotes entice them Mm. to abandon you know yes so he had to demonstrate why his path was the better one Mm. and you find at some point peter saying where shall we go? There's a time he preached a very hard sermon of, if you do not eat my 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 flesh and, and drink my blood, you have no part with me. You know when he's talking yeah. about deep things there, and of course the Pharisees didn't. And everyone walked away. Even some of the disciples first ah, moved mm-hmm. away. You know, but then after Peter says, but where shall we go? It's you who has the words of life. It's because he has sold his doctrine. You know, and when we are talking about marriage, for for example, some of those marriages maybe. Maybe crumbling because of simple things people have failed to uphold. Mm-hmm. Maybe a man is not loving his wife the way he ought to. Maybe the woman is not submitting the way she's supposed
0: to submit. That should be an episode for another get, time. Yeah. But we do get the principle. Yes. In principle, whatever we're trying, we're going through, we're not the first ones and God mm-hmm. really cares. And there's a solution to, in yeah. the word
1: of God the solution. It. Yeah. There are those circumstances where the when they say my people perish due to lack of knowledge yeah. the knowledge of the word of god you know you can get one scripture mm. that can the, the word of god is so rich that for example you can just get a one word mm. that, for god so of the world Mm. and that can deliver your, ma- your yeah, marriage yeah. you can get for God so love the world mm-hmm. and that can deliver your, your, your business yeah. depending on how you perceive it and how much the spirit of God opens you up to
0: oh yes the word of God is so rich it is the foundation on which everything else it is the foundation on which everything else comes to life in our lives of course because the word is God himself he is the word Jesus Christ is the word and the Holy Spirit Living in us. This conversation just gets better and better. We will catch you again next time on a, another episode as we follow through this place of the wilderness, the long way home. So, we live in a fallen world, and most likely, every one of us, as long as we are breathing, is likely to experience at different phases in their life's journey, experience these places that look like the wilderness. But Should we live life with an expectancy that there is supposed to be a wilderness coming up though we don't know when and how or what it is for us or what is in there for us? Should we live with an expectancy, map our lives around this or there is a better way to live with this and grow in God and go about our daily lives? We will be continuing in this direction next week. As I leave you today, I am going to leave you with John 16:33. And uh, these are the words um, Jesus spoke to the disciples. He says, I have told you these things. He was speaking about his death and how he was going to be taken up, given. You know, he had very many parables leading to this place and some of the disciples did not they did not understand i can picture them very sad that the person who has been doing amazing things for them showing them great and mighty miracles like no other is finally leaving them but jesus says i have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence perfect peace could relate to inner Spiritual well-being could mean a calmness on the inside of you and confidence in the world in the world where we live today In the world of work the world of family the whatever world it is We sure will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration But Jesus says be of good cheer literally take courage be confident be certain Be undaunted for I have overcome the world. I have deprived the world of its power to harm you and I have conquered it for you. What an assurance. I do leave you with this assurance, my family. Thank you for listening in today and thank you for bearing with us through the show. I am very excited to hear from you, like I said on uh, the Anchor, my profile. There is an icon for sending through a message. Please send through that voice message. If you want to be part of the show, let me know. If there's anything you'd like us to discuss here at Coffee and Conversations, anything lifestyle, purpose, and faith, we are here to have that. If you have any supplications to our discussion today, it is all welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Catch you again next week with love from Coffee and Conversations. Once again, I've been your host, Fiona. And Nobat can just say hello and bye to the people. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you, Nobat, for honoring the invitation to be on this show. May the Lord bless you guys. May the Lord keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. And may he richly bless your endeavors in whatever place you are in at life. You got this. And we love you. Bye.